0: Alright guys, question of the day. Are you proud of the country you live in today? So let's discuss this before you give an answer. Have you been looking at the news recently? Probably yes. Okay, well, what news stations are you watching? CNN, MSNBC, Vox, ABC, Fox? Well, those are the pretty mainstream ones that a lot of people watch and absorb. So what have they been talking about? Well, currently, they are more than likely talking about George Floyd. Now, I want to start this topic off by saying, what happened to George was awful, and no matter what the race, the gender, or sexuality is, no one should have a knee dug into their neck, especially while they're saying they can't breathe. With that being said, let's look at these events that have unfolded because of this. We started off with people peacefully protesting. There was no crime going on at the very, very start. But not too long after these protests started, they got hijacked. Now we currently see Antifa, a now-noted terrorist group, breaking into buildings, looting, vandalizing historic statues, burning the American flag, shooting innocents, and burning down buildings. But it's not just Antifa. We got the Black Lives Matter people, we got white liberals, we got criminals who are trying to fight violence with violence. However, these people are saying it's okay because it's in the name of peace for black people. Within these recent events, there have been a number of people injured and even killed on both sides. A lot of these people are actually the same people these protesters have been fighting for. Black businesses have been burned down. Black officers and protesters have been shot, have been beaten. The narrative of this agenda is that police brutality is more brutal towards people of color than white people, which is actually quite the opposite. If you look at sites like Statista.com, U.S. Census Bureau, and NCBI, there are more white people killed by cops than black people. Also, there is a survey by Willie Online Library, which it quotes the reverse racism effect, where the state officers were slower to shoot armed black suspects than armed white suspects, and they were less likely to shoot armed bl- unarmed black suspects than unarmed white suspects. These findings challenge the assumption that implicit racial bias effects Police behavior and deadly encounters with black suspects. But why? Why are they more hesitant to shoot black folks than white? Well it's most likely because of this exact scenario. A cop shoots a black person and the news is instantly on it, rioters rioters and protesters are out on the streets. By the way, I just want to leave you with a thought. When these peaceful protests broke out into riots, how many of those protesters do you actually think became a rioter? Obviously not all of them. However I'm certain quite a few joined in. Okay, let's move on to another example of current day America. Defunding and or disbanding of the police. A good silent majority of people don't support either of these things. Actually, according to californiaglobe.com the headline reads, YouGov poll finds only 16% of America wants to defund the police, 65% oppose. Then it goes on to say Democrats calling for abolishing or defunding police departments. Now, let's think hypothetically here for a second. If we were to reduce funding to police departments, what would happen? Well, most likely there would be a lot more police officers that are undereducated on how to do their jobs properly, officers who don't really care anymore so won't do their jobs to the best of their ability, and more officers that would be involved in police brutality, but not because they're racially motivated, but because they don't know how to handle a situation. Taking it a step further, what about disbanding the police? What would happen? Well, I can assure you the day we disband the police would be the day crime skyrockets. People robbing houses, stores, shooting innocents, raping. You want to know why? There are always evil people out there waiting for the moment that the good guy stops protecting those who can't protect themselves. Who are these people going to call when someone breaks into their house? Because the police aren't going to come if they're disbanded. There was an interview on CNN with Min- Minneapolis City Council President. And when she was asked about who are people going to call when someone breaks into their house, her response was, quote, that comes from a place of privilege, end quote. She goes on to talk about how it's a privilege for people, uh, for the people the system is supposedly helping. We live in a society, a part of history, actually, where people throw around the word racist, systemic racism, white privilege, and police brutality without knowing what it means, without knowing the facts. Where society would rather listen to the blue check marks and biased media instead of actually looking up government statistics, solid facts. The fact of the matter is there is nowhere in the world that is better for for a person of color. We are free to work whatever job we want, to get any level of education we want, decide what political party we want to join, peacefully protest for changes we want, and to be open about our sexuality. Yet people still claim they are being oppressed. Yet when they're asked what's oppressing them, their answer? Trump, white people with their white privilege, and the police's more willingness to shoot black people, which was already proven wrong. There isn't any logic or firm unbiased data that these Democrats use. Anyone can make a chart with random numbers and say that blacks are killed more than whites, and the same for vice versa. That's why you shouldn't rely on any form of media for your statistics. You look them up on preferably not .com websites. Try to use more government official websites. Something else I want to address is the limit on our free speech right now, specifically Republican voices being silenced out by the left. I think this one bothers me the most. Everyone has a right to speak their mind. Everyone. doesn't matter if you're a Republican, Democrat, Independent, a horse, a cow, whatever. I think it's okay for people to have civil conversations about your disagreements. You can agree to disagree, agree, as long as you don't throw a hissy fit because someone doesn't match your views. Don't discredit them and you don't remove their voice. You say, hey, I don't agree with you, but I will respect how you see things. Let's agree to disagree. There are so many Republican voices that are being drowned out by liberals' cry of attention. They just need to know how badly they disapprove of Donald Trump and how he's just like Hitler. <laughs> there is actually some girl on TikTok, which we all know is a very liberal platform, and she was bawling her eyes out. The reason? She received a campaign letter from Trump's administration to buy a hat and join his army. <laughs> which, of course, if you are receive these emails... You know it's just an ad for people to buy his hat. But no, this girl received one, (laughs) I'm sorry, (laughs) and said that he's just like Hitler, by being the opposite of Hitler. She basically says that Hitler put a star on his enemies, and Trump is making his supporters wear his hats so he knows who to protect. The video actually seems so satire about liberals, she had to make another video addressing that she wasn't joking. (laughs) But you guys see the point I'm trying to make? People like her are the people that go on the For You page. She didn't have a shred of evidence, just liberal tears and some bizarre outlook of the president. And you all know by now, like these posts going around saying white silence is violence. Or if you're silent, you're taking the side of the oppressor. If you haven't seen them by now, you know now. I just find it funny that when white people do speak speak out, but against the narrative trying to be spread, they're immediately told to shut back up and educate themselves. That's a term that's also been thrown around a lot. When you don't match to the liberal ideology, you immediately have to educate yourself and become how they see fit for you. If that didn't make sense, let me give you some examples. If you're white, you're privileged. If you are privileged, you immediately have to educate yourself to make sure you don't oppress anyone with your presence. If you're black, you have to be democrat, and you have to educate yourself that there are will always be white people on top of you no matter how hard you work. If you're gay, lesbian, bisexual, you have to be a democrat. You have to educate yourself to know that you will always be oppressed by the white Christian boy who goes to church every Sunday because he says your sexuality is against the bible, and if it's against the bible, you must be an unholy presence. Hopefully that made the picture I'm trying to paint more clear from the, from an objective view to me. It seems like years of successful brainwashing and conditioning. So to answer the original question, are you proud of the country of your country today? My answer? I'm proud to be an American in the land of the free. I'm not proud of the direction society is heading where we can't even agree to disagree. I can say we do better, we can do better. Society can become we the people yet again, but only with the mind with our minds and hearts open.